Well, 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 well. Welcome, everybody, to the 15th episode of the Made in Dreams podcast. I am your host, the metaphysically wrinkle-free fat daddy, Mighty Vicious, <laughs> here with last season's Game of Scones winner, also CEO of the Lotion Lobby. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll never let him. I will let it for, go. The, for the people. Let I will never go. for the pe- for the people. I will never let it go. You will accept this title anyway. The no, point is, J- <laughs> Jamie James is here with us, and we have uh, the senpai himself, <laughs> Saku. <laughs> hello, hello. I'm happy to be here for the first oh. time. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. The first of many times. First of many times. Oh, yeah. So, as always, we're going to jump right... Oh, no. (laughs) Spicy Waffles said that the lotion lobby is shut down due to COVID. (laughs) 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 No, no, no. No, no, no. It is an essential Uh, service. It is an essential (laughs) service. Okay? Okay? The lotion lobby never closes. Ever. (laughs) Never compromise, not even in the face of Armageddon, my friends. Anyway, Uh, so let's go ahead and jump into it. Let Saku Senpai take it away from us and tell us a little bit about himself. Let us know, sir. Tell us about your dreams. Yeah, I would love to. Um, First, um, Saku, probably a lot of people know me from maybe YouTube or the dreams community in general. I'm 24 years old, living in Germany, Stuttgart, and I've been a part of the Dreams community way back before the beta even started. I've been doing a fan page and Instagram and stuff. And then I was there from beta day one. I've been really looking forward to this. I was like a kid before Christmas, really. (laughs) And I was so excited for the beta. And since then, I'm pretty much a part of it, part of the community, almost doing Dreams every day, I guess. And there is a lot, a lot of journey that um, I love with dreams now. There's so much happened, and I guess we're still at the beginning. Yeah. And are you schooled in uh, graphic design or? Uh... Um, I started with media design. I had school in media design, and then I jumped over to video editing, which I found more exciting. And when I got into video editing, I first learned about dreams from a friend of mine. And um, I found it so exciting from the first time watching it. I I think the first night where I got to know about dreams, I watched all of their streams available by the time. And yeah, since then, I kind of made the change to more 3D. I'm still using video editing, of course, but not um, as creative anymore. And yeah, now I really fell in love with especially environment art. I also founded a little indie studio now in Dreams. Maybe you guys know that as well. Adventure mm-hmm. Games. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we have a little team now, 10 people, and we're developing the Crystal Guardian, which will be mm. hopefully one of the coolest Dreams games out there. Yes, I have, I have seen the trailer for that. Uh, and I was intending on asking you about that. Uh, but yeah, you've already walked us into it. You said that you got into environmental art. Um, but I've I've followed you for a while since I first started Dreams. Um, one of the first cool YouTubes <laughs> that I actually uh, subscribe to to try to learn to get better and not be horrible forever. Um, <laughs> and uh, I wanted to know 
Uh, have you ever heard of Feng Ju? Uh, he, no. He's a he's an artist or well, an artist that started an actual art school, but he deals a lot on YouTube and environmental uh, art and. A lot of the set pieces that you've created reminded me of uh, of him, uh, not necessarily same style or anything like that, but just certain lines and the use of color really stood out to me. And, and it's probably just because I consider you both to be amazing. But, um, yeah, I was wondering if you had heard of him. But I, I guess let's let's go on from that. Um on one of your more recent videos, you uh, were talking about the future of dreams and you told us that you just recently got into PS5 or you acquired a PS5 and you did. Yeah, just yesterday. yeah. And you had said that mm -hmm. in this video that there was going to be a different that you believe there's going to be a different dreams, not just an update, but an actual Ooh. different dreams for PS5. No, uh, that, I don't necessarily things. mean a different dreams, rather uh, like a real PS5 version that well features the or has the um, capacity for the power of the PS5. But now it seems more like because of how Media Molecule handled it now, they said that they will be supporting both consoles from the, for now. Mm -hmm. And we will see maybe in the future what's happening then, you know. And I okay. feel like now there's like um, a slow change coming. They may be upgraded a little bit, but... What I'm really happy about is that I was actually right with some of the things just by already the performance boost. With the PS5 version of Dreams now, without even being upgraded, we can already use more paintings and stuff, uh, more physicals, and that's what I mentioned in the video as well. Yeah. And I'm I'm mm -hmm. really, really happy about that already. Of course, we also have now the log 60 FPS. Like, you can't even break it. It's impossible, pretty much. <laughs> and that's also a really <laughs> cool thing. Yeah, I, and I would say... I, I brought that up because I've brought up on multiple occasions that I thought that dreams might still be in in, in its actual beta. And yeah, so John also said it's still the very beginning of dreams. I think there's a lot to come still. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I mean, you also didn't seem to have an issue with uh, things we've discussed in the past as far as whether or not this would fracture the community and you seem maybe not as boisterous as I usually am about it, but you seem, <laughs> but you seem to be not just not really afraid of that becoming a case. No, I feel like, okay. So in the beginning, there were not many people have a PS five right now. Mm -hmm. There seem to be the majority that didn't get a PS five so far. So it will be hard in the beginning because now, of course, the people with the PS5, like even especially the creators who really like to create and push its limits, they want to try some PS5 stuff. And I can already see that the PS5 creations now, they will completely break the FPS of the PS4's version right now. So that maybe yeah. is a struggle, but I feel like they should definitely handle it like they did for VR so you can tag a PS5 creation. Um, that people can also see it in the thermal so they can create a version that is available for both if they want to. But if they want to push the PS5, they should be able to go for it because right now, for me, it even seems like Dreams was designed for more, you know, just yeah. by seeing oh, the performance. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've said it before in the past, you know, it's a miracle that Dreams even works on, on a PS4. And I think it was always intended to be created 
for the PS5 because you know P- Dreams was released at nearly the end of the PS4's life cycle and yeah. it, it just seems that they had to support it purely because of the numbers that are on PS4 in the hopes that it will migrate over to PS5 but it's 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 difficult to say how they're going to deal with it but I think the easiest way for them to deal with it is like you said to have the same approach as they did with VR and, and be able to tag your creations so people are aware if it will work or not on their system. But I think also what would be quite a decent feature is if they could turn on a toggle uh, to be able to create something for both platforms and it would sort of cap everything. So once the PS5 version does come out and we have availability to be able to add more assets and and, and add more stuff into the dream itself, if you were to to put this toggle on, it would cap it to the limit of what the PS4 is able to run. So that way it will work on both. So at least the creator has the option to create an all-out PS5 version or create a version that will run on both systems. Yeah, I think that would also be definitely a great option. I think it's similar to the idea that you can just see it in the terminal when it's not any more Mm. available for the PS4. Yeah, uh, I, I've seen a lot of people wanting to have more Termo in general. I think that is not really the problem because a lot of us creators by now realized how you can actually efficiently um, use the thermometer. And I often more had struggles with painting spotlights, physicals and all that stuff rather than the real Termo itself. So I don't know about that. I, I still hope they will bring an update in the future, but for now, I'm really happy already with the performance boost and I will definitely, you can expect something soon that I will try on oh, the yeah. I mean, I think it's only a matter of time. Um, I think once the majority of the PS4 players have adapted to PS5, that's when they will sort of come out with this all-out PS5 version. But I think they would be quite um, reluctant to release this all-out PS5 version until there is a heavy support for PS5. Because as, as we said, you know, as of right now, I would say 80% of people that want a PS5 is not able to get one. So yeah. I think probably 18 months to two years from now, we'll probably see this massive Dreams update where there's this fully blown PS5 version and then everyone will just eventually just migrate to it. No different from other generations when you migrate from PS3 to PS4 or Mm. PS2 to PS3, it takes time. And I think after the initial amount of people have adapted, they'll release this update and that will push the last few to finally make the jump to PS5. Yeah, it probably takes some time for sure. Mm. Do you have experience in any other uh, game engines? Or um, I would say what other like art programs do you use? Oh yeah, I can dive a little bit deeper into that. So when I um, started video editing, I first learned Vegas. And then I started also just a little bit 3D in mm. Cinema 4D, which is Ooh. like um, quite a professional program, I would say. But by now, I would absolutely just never use it again <laughs> since i used to <laughs> really wow <laughs> because it like the rendering times are insane when you use glass in there you, your renders will take you know, like hours for a 10 seconds clip <laughs> yeah and that is just crazy but i don't have the best pc i gotta say that um yeah for me cinema 4d was just like super well, in the beginning, overwhelming, complicated and stuff. When I got a little bit into it, it was a little bit easier, but I didn't do crazy complex stuff in there. 
I yeah. got to use some camera work in there, which definitely helped me in dreams. Um, it was also that I brought in a different take from that because I used camera work of keyframes and I realized that people were surprised about that because they used like cameras that they disconnect with how it's shown in the tutorial, but I'll do all, all the dolly shots and stuff with keyframes. And I definitely brought in that experience, but other than that, I never really used 3D before. I really just got into it with dreams. Um, what I can straight away tell every beginner out there is that it really helped me um, in the beta and the early access to first start with reference pictures a lot, like take a reference picture and first try to create um, the first few things there. Um, because I, in the beta, when I started, I definitely wasn't as good as you, you may know my last pieces and stuff. I was definitely, um, my creations looked like maybe every other Dreams Beginners creation. See, and that's interesting to me. Um, one reason is the, the main thing that I would like to see, um, you know, outside of the audio thing that I constantly complain and bicker about, um, <laughs> is the... Uh, oh, and the opacity to shape to uh, sculpts. It, it, it's the idea that. Oh, yeah. Um, what did you say? I, I I guess how do you do it? Stay well. I would say how do you stay stay motivated. Because I say that because one of the the many things I've talked about this across the last few podcasts, but I've noticed that I'm seeing a lot of people saying that they're burning out and everything. And whenever I know someone personally that does it, I'm like, hey, like, take a step back. And I and I know because I've watched your videos, there have been times where even you have, you know, been like, yeah, I got to step back for a little bit. But how do you stay motivated to working in dreams and what would you say as a i guess advice to to people who are you know working in dreams might be getting frustrated might be getting burnt out is there anything you could say that would help them kind of understand like where you have to be at as an artist or oh yeah that is definitely a really interesting question that i think every artist has to face at some point because Art is something that is very creative. You need to have like the hat for it as well, the mind. Um, sometimes, definitely, as you said, I also get burned out or I don't have as much creativity or motivation. But for me personally, I have so much fun creating in dreams that when I start something, that's the point, when I start something, then I'm really getting more into the flow. I have a lot of fun and then it's easier to keep working on something. But an advice I would definitely tell everyone out there is take a goal that you can actually achieve at first. Don't set, like, don't go into dreams and try to make the next Skyrim or something. <laughs> that is always a bad thing <laughs> to go for. Like, That's you... something that a lot of people tried at first, though. I mean, when, when dreams first came out, all you saw on, like, the community pages was, my RPG has come in, my <laughs> yeah. world RPG, and then, then it just died, like, three weeks later and everyone's asking where's all these rpgs and they're like yeah it's not happening <laughs> yeah, exactly don't, don't, don't try or don't start with that intention um, if you learn dreams at first accept the fact that you're bad at it at first that, that it takes learning. a while to look yeah that that you're learning you're maybe not as good with the controls yet it's maybe frustrating but you got to push through and once you eventually did that then you can learn more and more to eventually shape 
literally your dreams. You can make anything you want, and that is the crazy thing. And then I think people should really set goals they can actually achieve for their skills, or maybe set goals they can improve on as well and can be happy with, because in the end, it's all about happiness. That's also, mm-hmm. or having joy with it, you know? Yeah. And that's also something I got to keep in mind when I do the whole YouTube thing. I don't got to let it take over being work. Yeah. Um, that is definitely a thing that I struggle with sometimes. Sometimes I see, oh, I got to still do the recording or stuff, but then I keep enjoying what I do really and what I create and I keep finding this flow then. Like when I'm into a scene, for example, and I start to like the scene, then I'm like smiling all the time because, oh, that's so cool that I created this and then I keep on it going and stuff. Um, Yeah, but sometimes I think when you're working for something bigger, maybe in a team or you want to make a game with other people or doing some content stuff, you got to keep remembering to start up dreams or any other art software to just have joy as well. I think yeah. that's also really important. And on the initial piece of advice that you had brought up as far as like going from uh, going from a actual like uh, reference material, that's oh, yeah. one, that's one of the biggest things, and you could test this for me and get back to me on it later. But PS4 had a web browser uh, that was rarely ever used, and I would and I was wondering because PS5 has the picture in picture. I was wondering oh, yes. if I was wondering if you um, if you can use like a browser to actually set up a picture-in-picture reference while you're sculpting. That's also what I thought about. That would be absolutely insane and such a big help. I didn't test the features. I'm actually, after this podcast, I'm meeting with my mate that I'm producing Crystal Guardian with, Kaduko. Mm -hmm. I'll go in a party with him and test this feature. So I can't tell you about it yet because I didn't test it, but I think... I'm not sure if it's with the browser, but you can definitely share screens from a party. And that alone is insane. For example, when we work Mm. together, I work on the level of the environment and he wants to show me something with the logic. He can just screen it onto our party and show it to me straight away. And that is so crazy good, in my opinion, for dreams, especially. Oh, yeah. It's going to add an extra layer to the collaborative side of dreams. And, you know, for me personally, dreams is one of the most collaborative uh, places that I've ever worked. And it's absolutely amazing. And the PS5 features there of of that picture in picture is only going to enhance that even more, especially for people who are working in teams. It is it's going to be phenomenal. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I really hope it is a thing that at least gets worked on. Uh, which kind of leads me into. I know I'm rattling off questions, so Jamie, I, I've got no, been... no, no, no. Please, no. I can, I can hear the excitement in your voice. You keep going, and I'll bounce off. I'm, you. I'm telling you, I'm speaking to my idol. <laughs> I'm just going. Just, just <laughs> let me, just let me get everything out. No, that's all right. Uh, you go for it. So oh, yeah, I didn't come to that, but thank you so much for saying that I'm amazing. I won't. I didn't come to thank you. Thank you fact, very much. Fact, Honestly, no. facts, and facts, facts, are facts, facts, facts. Since back then. I don't, know out there. I don't know how many people listen this to this, but I'm really thankful to anyone supporting. <laughs> Indeed, thank I you. will. I will say one thing before you go into your question is the one thing that really impresses me about your work, Saku, is the sheer depth to all your environments. Yes, it seems, it, it's it's the one thing that just really makes it shine is the absolute depth that you put into your work. You just keep going and going, and there is no corner that where you can't see depth to 
and it really adds to that immersive field and your work is is so amazing it's 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 so fantastical like you know it's it's very fantasy based and the fact oh, yeah. that there is there is so much depth like you can really look in the distance and see all sorts of things going on it's not just clouds or trees to cover in the depth in the background you add all these extra little details of things that people would necessarily miss but you add them anyway and that shows such a passion for the work and it really does add an extra layer of i would say uniqueness to your work because i don't really see a lot of people that add such detail to the depth in their work as you do thank you so much i really appreciate that and you're you're right i'm focusing a lot on little little details mm -hmm. and i would say as you said like um taking um making the end of a level seem seamless or fitting to the scene is actually an art for itself so that's yeah. also Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. something not easy but i paid a lot of attention to that as well i also listen to a lot of art podcasts and professional 3d stuff i watch that a lot to learn as well and get that into dreams well after we're done i'm gonna send you that guy i mentioned earlier yes because I, I, I think you'll be able to see what i mean when i was like putting you both in the same league but um I guess back to the questions, because I, I want to get a little, I want to get a little deeper. I want to get a little okay. deeper. Just imagine that the lotion is on your skin now. So basically oh, what we're saying is, uh, do you, let's spice it up for a minute before I go back into my creation process questions. And this is something that I had been thinking the moment I saw it, but I don't know if anyone else agrees with me. Do we believe as a community as people who are thinking about this, do we believe that Media Molecule Nate made the next jam a co-op thing as a secret hint to what's coming? The co-op jam? Hmm. Oh, that's a good question. I didn't think about this, actually. I immediately... Yeah, Maybe. I just... I really like co-op games in general. I still, Hammer Time is one of my favorite games from me. Amazing, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> I actually realized they renamed it Hammer Panning. Mm. Or was that always? No, I don't know. But I really like that game, and I would love to see more co-op games because never, nothing can replace a good co-op with friends like on a real couch and stuff, so that's really cool, but... There's some taste towards multiplayer that would be absolutely awesome, but since there's, I think they're still looking for two positions on the multiplayer mm -hmm. thing. So yeah. I, uh, sadly, I think it's still a little bit far. I wouldn't say it's too far off. I I think they would have put a lot of the groundwork in, and I think it's quite possible that the the whole multiplayer could also be a beta. It could be released to only mm -hmm. a select few of people to test it out and give feedback on the stability of it before they release it to everybody. And because um, obviously releasing it to everyone is, is going to be a lot more demanding on the servers than what it would be to release to a select amount of people to get feedback on how it runs with just a limited amount of people. Um, so I definitely think that it's quite possible we will see multiplayer soon, but not everybody. Oh yeah, that could definitely be a possibility oh. since they kind of did it the same with the beta and VR as well. Mm, exactly, yeah, they did the same thing with VR, so I see no reason why they wouldn't do it with multiplayer. True. And, yeah. and so, Saku, let me let me let me be straight with you. I, you know, very rarely do I visit 
the lotions, but when it but when you said something during one of your latest videos that really did kind of get me it got me a little hot, if you know what I mean. A little a little I think you know what I mean. <laughs> but <laughs> look you had brought up the idea of uh, there's two parts to this question, by the way. And and yes, Eddie, that is correct. Um, basically, you had brought up the dual sense and the new and with PS5 being able to possibly use the tension and the triggers and everything in dreams. Do that you is really, so do, great, dude. The dual sense is absolutely insane. I gotta say that. I now, do, now do you believe that's something that we're actually going to get? Or do you feel like it's going to be more of a basic like rumble function that's in dreams? Like they won't give us the full the full breadth of 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 what that could mean. Um, so one on the on the one side, I would say MM is definitely very experimental. They're very, I think excited for that kind of stuff so i could definitely see it in dreams but then again i don't know the technical side of these things i don't know how hard it is for developers to put these specific vibrations and stuff into the controller how mm -hmm. to program that and i don't know how it's possible with the dreams engine so i can't really tell but from what i how i see mm i think they would definitely have a joy diving into that and i really really hope so because after testing the ps5 now for one and a half days I would say the controller is actually the craziest feature of them all. It's so good. It's such a different, different experience to compared to before. And I would love oh. to see it in drums. I I personally think that the Dual Sense is one of the uh, most revolutionary pieces of hardware in next gen. I mean, granted, you know the upgrades to graphics and ray tracing and speed and everything is all great, but. The, the DualSense controller is one of those new things, and everybody is raving about it right now. And I think MIDI Molecule would be stupid not to take advantage of that. And, hmm. you know, they're going to have full support from Sony with it. They're a first-party studio, and all yeah. first-party studios are going to have this, uh, the, the adaptive triggers and motion haptic feedback added into their games anyway, so why would it be any different for MIDI Molecule? Yeah, I mean those are all good points, which which leads me into my next one. You had brought up the idea of a self-made or cu customizable flex <clears throat> system. Yes, my most Ooh. wanted feature. <laughs> yes, wow, and, and, this, and this is something that I've um, talked about a lot because I I come from graphic like graphic arts illustration, and. You know, Photoshop and all of them, they have this, you know, create your own paintbrush and all that. But do you think that's something that they would actually add? And I say that only because with a question mark, because, God, I would love it. I would I would love that option so much. I would rub it all over me. But the point is, is that <laughs> it, it's just like I feel like there's certain things where it's like, I feel like if they could have it, they would kind of just like the opacity to sculpts. It's like you have opacity to other things. There's no way you went all the way through beta and nobody was like, hey, maybe we should have it so that we can make a, you know, a translucent, you know, dome. Like, and, and so it, it brings into question, like, you know, 
I would love it, but do you think they do it or can do it? Yeah, that's a really hard question. Well, first, I mean, I you work at Media Molecule, so I mean, I'm trying to. No, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, first, I think people need to understand how crazy the ideas of customizable flags, because you could apply to anything. And you know how we are making grass out of 3D in one minute. And when yeah. we can do that with other flags, that is so insanely crazy just because of the fact that we can put it on anything. But it would really change the engine itself. I would imagine it to be like you can draw something and then you just save it and then you have it like the custom color up there. Yeah. And that would be so crazy good. But can they actually pull it off? I can't tell you. I'm not really on the technical side of these things. I've, um, for the 3D stuff I talked about, John, it was something with the engine that I can't pull it off. At least that was for the PS4, the case. So I hope something changed with the PS5. I have no idea. But I would love to see it. Like with the customizable mm. flags, I actually, I don't see a reason why that wouldn't work, but because they created those, of course, as well. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I feel now, I don't know how the intricacies of the bubble bath engine works but from my experience of watching how dreams was made and, and how everything works it seems that the flex that's in dreams is pretty much what makes it possible to even run on the playstation i think the flex system has a lot to do with how it's optimized to run on the console so the fact that being able to make your own flex i don't think it would be a thing I think personally, those custom flex that Media Molecule have made are specifically made in a certain way where it just works well for the for the console itself. Personally, I don't like your answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's choose but, that more optimistic one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna choose the more optimistic one because you know. But the only reason I say that, the only reason I say that, is because you know me, and I've brought up countless times that I want to be able to hook my Wacom up to the PS4, 5, whatever. And the the thing that makes it hard for me to see them doing it is because I like the ability to do that, like to make your own custom fleck, to me works best when you're able to completely 100% control your line. And that's something that makes me like it keeps me at bay from dreams a little bit because uh i i work a lot i'm a line artist and so you know for me i really hate when i can't recreate or just do the line i want like when i have to start tweaking things and so i'm just like just let me draw the line dude like that's that's how i get you know and it's no i'm not saying this is a a short uh, a shortcoming of of like dreams, but it's just how I am as an artist. Like it's why I deal in paints and and pencil more than anything else. Um, and I feel like if this would be were to be a thing, it would be a thing because they had some hope, maybe even a back idea that they would allow some sort of like Wacom acceptability and 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 the reason i i know somebody is going to say as y'all have said to me before that hey you got the move controllers i'm sorry it's not the same 
It's just oh, not. Yeah, that's a question I have for you. If you like draw a lot with the uh, graphics tablet and stuff, how do you feel is mo uh, drawing with the move control of the drink? Uh, awful. <laughs> really? No, 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 let me, let me, let me stop. I'm just. <laughs> I don't because feel personally. I, that's that's uh, also something you asked about my artistic background. I also draw a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's not like uh, I draw too much. I got a little bit into it, and um, I would say I can half half decently draw. Um, I also drew a little bit on the graphics tablet. I'm. It's a cheap graphics tablet, but I think it is not too different with the move controllers of course you don't have the layers and it's a little bit weird with the how the flags are layered in general i feel like sometimes they're just higher and sometimes not if you like especially when you draw over something it is really hard to draw on the same um layer sometimes yeah but i feel I... like it's definitely possible to draw cool pictures with the moves i would say it's not really that possible with the ds4 that's no, why it's... i switched to the moves it, but, it, yeah. it, 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 and and i and i really do mean that in a joking way because yeah. because like it's not awful but it's more so i feel like it's an it's an expressionistic version of what i wanted to draw All right. like yeah. it it's not as is not as nailed down and finite as i like my style to be which in a way is liberating to to not just make it seem like i'm i'm uh, you know, I'm crapping on dreams here. Like with any new, with any new thing, you're going to have to kind of change how you do it. You're going to have to really, you create a new style with every new medium that you gain, that you start to learn, use, whether it's blender or Photoshop or illustrator, you gain a new way of looking at art. And I've started to develop that in dreams, so I'm appreciative of it. But at the same time, there are times where I'm just like, hey, I really wish I could just get my line. Like the line that I'm exactly looking for that would take me two seconds on anything else to just go, ah, that, there's my line. Oh, uh, yeah, I know what do you mean. I yeah. definitely have it like that I... Um go you know control c a lot of times or, <laughs> yeah. or, so, uh, or yeah. the line but i think already switching from the controller to the move controllers to draw is a big change and i don't think those move controllers are made for super precise movements i'm actually already surprised how well it works to draw in dreams and stuff yeah i but, think it's just the matter of it being a learning curve and especially for someone like yourself will that comes from an artistic background you would obviously see the major differences of drawing on a, a, a tablet to drawing in dreams um so you would obviously see the major differences there but i think for the majority of people that go into dreams that have no prior experience to to anything visual and i think that's the majority of people that actually play dreams it would become just a second nature to learn in the way that dreams is providing it because they've had no prior experience doing it in any other platform. Yeah. Good point there. <sighs> I just want my Wacom support. <clears throat> it's, it's not, it, 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 not going to happen. <laughs> let's just, let's just put that out there. I don't think any, any external, 
devices will ever come to dreams because it sort of goes against the grain of what dreams is you know it's it's to use the devices that you have for the console and make all this amazing stuff with it if if they add wacom support mouse and keyboard it sort of takes at least for me it takes away the magic of what dreams is and it just becomes another another engine the fact that you do it all with this proprietary equipment makes it unique see yeah you know i i felt like i knew where you were coming from before when you would say that but that's something where i kind of don't agree on and saku you know come in with your thoughts as well but like really these consoles are computers now like let's not lie to ourselves they're getting closer and closer to a pc and being that they literally use everything a pc uses the idea that they can't have drivers i don't think that takes away anything from dreams like the idea that you can do like it seems and this isn't something when i say this i'm not talking about media molecule and i'm I'm responding completely to what james just said and it's the idea that you lose something with the more consumer friendly you become because that's how it came out to me like what you just said it's like hey the more options we give you that takes away from the magic. And I'm like, ah! Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I see where you're going with it. And yeah, I mean, you know, consoles are becoming more PC-like. I agree with you, but they're not PCs. They can't do what a PC can do. A PC can play games, sure, but a PC can do other things that a PlayStation can't. A PlayStation can't run Photoshop. A PlayStation can't run Final Cut Pro because it's not meant... It, it, yeah, but it's it's not meant to. It's a closed off platform. It, it's meant to to play games and and watch Netflix if you want to. But even then, it's it's essentially a gaming house. That's what it's designed for. If you if you added all this external support to Dreams, they might as well just port it to PC, because the whole thing with Dreams, at least to me, and it's a personal opinion, is. Dreams is unique because you are creating stuff within the console itself with what is provided. That's what makes it unique. If you add all this extra support for mouse and keyboard, Wacom tablets, you know, cameras to screenshot stuff and add it into the scene, you might as well just port it to PC and call it a day. That's but why. Not, but not necessarily. Saku, what do you think? What do you think? I think what he said that consoles are coming to create something on there that's dreams for that's actually exactly the intention intention of media molecule at least that's what mark always says he was um, grown up with the commodore where you could create games and play games and that's what he wanted to do again for people who get a console who can create their own games and live out creativity and that's exactly what dreams is I think it would be great if it's coming to PC also, especially with the export option, but that would change the whole industry because then you have a new engine that can export assets and stuff that you can possibly sell and create, uh, you know, sell your games with and stuff. That would change the whole industry then probably even more. So far, Dreams is like the best 3D concept program probably because you can work insanely fast with it. You can 
just showcase stuff way faster than in any other program especially everything in real time that is the crazy thing like if now even ray tracing or something gets added to dreams in the future that would be insane because you can view it all in real in real time while as i said in like in cinema 4d you need to render like hours to see the real how it really looks and that is yeah. was to me from the beginning one of the craziest things in dreams that you can just create anything and see straight away how it really looks like that was new to me completely mm -hmm. and that was the real magic for me I, um, I don't, yeah but i don't, I don't know. think it's happening i just <laughs> i don't know at, like at maybe, maybe i am on the wrong side of this i just i feel like <laughs> having more options doesn't negate doesn't negate it being a console I, I i i just don't i don't i personally don't see the connection and maybe that's the maybe that's the issue here is is that i just i don't see the connection like i no, really don't uh, like a, like a graphics tablet for dreams would be great that would be great as an option i don't think like the whole pc things happen also we of course know that media molecule has their focus on something else so i wouldn't count on that very soon if ever yeah see that's that's all i mean like when i said it was turning into a pc i meant that it's just they are literally pcs like you said that they they can't run photoshop actually they could like yeah, they, but they're not, they're, yeah but they're not intended to no that's the and whole see point. and that's good i don't mind it not being intended to but that doesn't mean that you can't offer up the same peripherals just because you have the peripherals doesn't make it a pc the problem is that no one ever thinks about the PlayStation to be a creative tool outside of our community, really. And mm. just since Dreams is kind of like the first thing where we can really create stuff on us in other engines or art programs, like Dreams is so crazy when you think about it. Like you can draw, you can do 3D, you can do animation, characters, games, music, anything. And that's all on a professional level as well. And that's so crazy. That's why I, why I also wrote today, like 20 euro for dreams is so insanely cheap. It's like the cheapest thing you can buy in this world for what's really in it. Mm. Oh, just to note on that, dreams is actually 50% off at the moment uh, until the 30th of November, I believe. So if you guys know anybody that's thinking about getting into dreams, spread the word it's half price right now it's never been a better time to get into dreams it's literally the cheapest creation engine on the market right now yeah well except the ones that are free but yeah, yeah well yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay let me reiterate except the it's ones the that make you a liar <laughs> let, me, let me reiterate it's the cheapest all-in-one solution to creation yeah right. definitely there you go <laughs> <laughs> and the most fun one let's yeah go. <laughs> for sure so i guess my last my last real big question would be saku what if you could have like if you could call up media molecule you probably can but if you could call them up right now and be like i need this one thing today like what would be that feature that you're really looking forward to yeah, I mean, I've already said it. I would go for customizable flags if they can do it straight away, just because you have so many crazy options within. Okay. Um, but I, I would absolutely also love that 3D sculpt opacity. I would love ray tracing. 
I hope there are all these features still coming. But yeah, we'll see. So far, it seems like really their focus is on features for PS4. I really hope they don't wait too long to actually support the PS5. Because I'm personally, I'm really excited to push the limits of 20s. Um, to, yeah, also, to also show the world what's actually possible in dreams. That's also a thing I really like to do. Because it's I think it's still so overlooked. People don't really realize it was like that from the beginning. People were like, oh, you can't create realistic things in dreams. Then we're at this state now where we have almost photorealism in some creations. Yeah. And people were always like, you can't do this in dreams or it all looks fuzzy. That was always the thing in the beginning. But you can do so much stuff. And I always want to show more people in uh, the whole world how the potential of dreams really is because it is so much fun as well. Like it's so much more fun than any other engine. Like everyone a little bit creative should get into dreams and just try it out. They will find so much joy in just creating. And I feel like that's something really important about dream. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like at, at some point, like following this line of thought, we're probably going to get back into the whole marketing aspect of Sony <laughs> and, and Media Molecule, which is, well, is no, not the it's best. Not, it's not it's, the best it's look. It's not Media Molecule's fault. Sony give them a budget and they have to deal with it. It's Sony's fault. They need to give them more money to promote dreams. They need to do more to they get should, the word out there. They should definitely do better marketing, like spreading dreams, how powerful it really is, because the only way dreams really became popular but back when it came out was all the big youtubers especially doing all the meme stuff um, yeah i'm not a fan of that they don't really show the whole oh no <laughs> or, or how many unique stuff is created in dreams like you see it recently in the pixel jam people were creating insanely mm. cool looking retro games and you, you can easily do that in dreams same as for realistic stuff shooter platformer everything it just needs a little bit of time and practice i think that's a really good thing um, one thing I, I would also love to share is, you know, what we said before, talking about the album I made. Um, that is something that only Dreams really made possible for me. And that is definitely a thing Dreams can also be on a professional side already now by, you know, you, can, you can't really export the assets or something into a game, but you can export pictures and videos. And that can also be used professional. I think Martin is on there as well. He, he also thinks that Dreams can be a great tool to, um, you know, just show the potential of um, um, concepts of like film creation, maybe concepts for games, concept art in general, 3D mm -hmm. concepts, and all That's that stuff. Huge, huge potential. Yeah. yeah, especially in the conceptual, not because it's not possible to take it further within Dreams, but because it's just that is something that even I at my level can see it's good at like, it's like, Hey, I can put this thing, this scene together in a matter of what, like for people who are good, like 15, 20 minutes, I can sketch yeah. out this whole thing, make it look almost as good as everyone else or, you know, in other things that take longer and just get it, get the show on the road and yeah i have a good example there i was just recently doing a piece of unreal engine i don't know i think you saw that yeah um the, the artist who did that is absolutely amazing i love her art i follow her art a lot and she first learned unreal engine but her scene took her i think months 
and I did that in like five hours, and that is a crazy difference. Yeah. I mean, it's not, of course, on, on the same level, or you can use it in the same way, but as a concept, I mean, if you take like months against like hours, that is crazy for dreams. I feel like their dreams is really stronger than any 3D program. Just the whole world doesn't realize that, or at least yeah. not many people. I just and the reason it, people don't realize is because they don't know it has, exists. Yeah, they don't know it exists because they haven't marketed it. They <laughs> haven't told people about it. I've always said it. Dreams is a not so secret secret community, and yeah. and you you only know if you're in it how good it is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's a, and it's such a shame because dreams is, I think dreams is one of the most revolutionary things to have ever been brought out in regards to creation. Ever. That's my word. I'm always saying like it's the most yep. revolutionary thing that happened to the gaming industry, and really. it and it's not getting the the rep it deserves. Yeah, though I gotta and, say like a lot of people are just not that creative or have the time to go into it. I know that I've been telling about dreams, all my friends, <laughs> I've been <laughs> saying to everyone, yo dreams, like, like the craziest thing they can tell stories about it, but not many, not many of them seem interested just because and, maybe they don't want, they don't even want to make games. Like for me, oh my God, you can make your own game that easily. That's crazy. Cool. But they are like not that much into it. They don't want to go this creative way, or they don't also have the time for it. They just want to play something or stuff when they have time. Well, if they ever, if they ever, those friends specifically that I'm now aiming for, if you, I hope some of them are listening. Yes, if (laughs) if they're not, just give them the clip. Just give them the clip, and we'll get we'll get it out to them. I'll start hitting them up on their personal lines. But what it comes down to is. If any of them play a games as service game, whether it be Destiny or or The Division or Marvel's Avengers, which let's be real, nobody's playing that. <laughs> and um, yeah, if if any of them are doing that, just be like, hey, well, you could get Dreams, and you have a never ending catalog of indie games. Yeah, that's, that's the way thing. to attack those people. I that, that's that's a problem I because think we need... everybody believes you have to be able to make something but we all know everyone in the dreams community knows it doesn't matter if everybody makes something if we don't have players so yeah that, that's also true so but i we mean we really need um sorry what, what no I was no no go ahead go ahead is that we that's also a thing that was discussed a lot we really need those showcase games and dreams like i think feature-length games that are high quality. That's what we really need, and they are rare so far. That's also because it takes quite a lot of, t- lot mm. of time, and some, like, uh, I think yourself as well, like some studios or little indie studios from Dreams are taking quite a longer time to produce something quality, like my team right now as well. Um, like, we're, I think this game, our game will be an indie game that could be everywhere, like, from the quality. I think it will become really good. But it definitely takes some time. Um, yeah. The problem oh, is when we have that. It. Yeah, when we have that game, it's still quite like um, I don't think not not many people will know about it just because it, it will be in our community. That's that's why it really needs to get spread more. Like the quality games should maybe also be marketed by Sony. Maybe put them in a trailer on YouTube or put them for free in the PSN store or for little money. <laughs> you know, oh, we're getting into my territory. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then tell them that it was made in dreams, and then maybe people will actually realize, wow, this is the game that was made now, in dreams. Here's the thing. I think everything that you're saying is going to happen, but we are just too eager. 
I think next year and the year after, so 2021, when the beta is over, when the beta is over, we are going to see a plethora of, let's say, triple A quality games within Dreams. And I think once those games are out and they have all the popularity because we have feature length games that have super fidelity and hyper polished and plenty of content. At that point, I think that's when Sony will jump in and say, we have the content that we needed in the beginning to really promote Dreams to its fullest. So now that we have that, let's use this material to really push it. I I personally think that the first three, four years of, of Dreams release is early access or beta, whatever you want to call it. It's for the early adopters to get in make the stuff that sony needs to push dreams because it's difficult to push something without the content on it and sure there is some great games within dreams but for the general gamer to be interested in dreams whether that be for creation or for playing games there needs to be some type of premium content if you will with on the dreamiverse to justify them getting into it as of right now Dreams is very much a indie platform with very short games, simply because it takes so long to make them, especially if you want to make something of high fidelity. But we do know that there are studios out there like yourself, Saku, like ourselves with Lucid Nebula and, and thousands more that's working on these really heavy games. When they come out, I think that's when Dreams is really going to shine. Yeah. Yeah, I really hope so as well. Like you can also see it. At- um, with cyber cheap films, I think their yeah. trailer looked absolutely amazing, and that is maybe it's not on that Pixar Disney level. But then again, this is probably a few people that didn't even have much uh, much experience in animation, and they come together and make something that looks so great. I would absolutely watch a film of that. And same goes with the games. I think people are getting to know Dreams more and more. They're getting better and better, and they know how to do things. Like I'm still learning things. Like I'm two years in now, and I'm still learning things almost every day. Like just recently, I was like, "Oh my god, I never knew about this. This is like crazy good." And that keeps happening. I think that will happen for many people. And the more people really come together, the more creations will happen like this. And I think you're definitely right that we need to have something to really show because right now we maybe have something insane looking, but it's more like a tech demo or like little scene or something. And that's what I mean. I mean, look, look at the, the launch of these new next-gen consoles, for instance. You know, PlayStation have Demon Souls and Spider-Man to, to show off, to say, look, these are our new games for our new console. They have something to push. And for me personally, with Xbox, they have nothing to push because their launch game, which was Halo, was pushed back till next year. So that to me makes it difficult to justify buying the console because there's nothing really on there to play against what PlayStation have. And this, and it's the same for dreams. Once the content is there, they have everything they need to push dreams to its fullest potential to get everybody on board. But until that happens, it's very difficult to market something as this amazing place to be when there's only a very select few games that are, I don't want to say worth playing, but what I'm, I'm talking in the sense of the general populace that doesn't understand Dreams and what it's for. 
that they need that content to to bring them in to understand that there is more to it than just the premium games there is lots of little games that are just as good to play but they still need that big content to market with see while i agree with you on that i think we already have that i and that's that's the part that angers me the most is yeah we might not have full-fledged eight-hour games but just showing what people have already done is way beyond what anyone thinks is being done. Mm. Dreams, to me, would have been the perfect game to push for the launch of the new system. I really do believe it is. Like, I mean, I personally haven't, like, while uh, Media Molecule has, you know, done their fair share of trying to push some things out during, like, within the community, like... If someone from PlayStation hasn't come across Saku, hasn't come across Bad Robo, hasn't come across the paintings of Ledbetter, like, or Martin, like, that should be enough. Especially with the format, like I said, the set pieces that Saku makes where, like, I don't care who you are. Like, if I'm, if I'm comparing you to Feng Ju, which I am, like, <laughs> that is, like, the perfect, like, quick and easy consumable piece of art that people can appreciate they don't have to sit down for an hour or 30 minutes or the 15 minutes or however long people have pushed their projects to be like you can look at the image that i have in the background right now on this stream for those that don't know go check out saku's mind youtube don't forget to follow subscribe that man He's God, but (laughs) all you have to do is look at this picture and you can immediately be like, hey, that was made on a console. And if I didn't know, I would have thought that this dude worked for some freaking conceptual art company like doing setup for games. And and the fact that they aren't pressing that is... I get get what you're doing. I, I agree with you, but on the on the flip side... What you, have to also, what you also have to appreciate is, is, yes, there is this great artwork and there are some really good games on Dreams. It's, it's not enough. I mean, I play Dreams nearly every day and I find Dreams to become stale sometimes simply because there is not new creations every day. There is not enough of that big content yet to push it because if they push it now, with stuff like Saku and Bad Robo and Martin Eberlong stuff that looks amazing, and some of the premium games that's on on Dreams, and I'm I'm using the term premium very lightly. They could push it with that now for sure. There is definitely enough content, but once they saw that content, and it dries out, the player base is just going to go again. It's, it's going to go back. This it's is a game of inches. It's yeah, but if, go... if you think about it. Like Dreams is almost like this Xbox Game Pass, just with less quality in it. There's so many games that you can play yeah. for free. Well, um, we can argue on quality, but <laughs> <laughs> no, no, for what, real though. That like a like I get it. It's just really when it comes down to it, like if I'm trying to think of the because I I get what you're saying, and I'm not discounting what you're saying because i believe that's what they are thinking mm. yeah i'm just looking at it from but a marketing perspective i i'm sorry i don't think you've seen everything on dreams and i don't <laughs> think i could see everything on dreams no. because we're no. already at a point 
where, you know, it's it's just good. Like, there's so much stuff. Like, the thing that's been blowing me away a lot recently is, like, the emergence of 8-bit. Mm, yeah, it's crazy. Like, the pixel incredible. artwork that's going on right now. And I'm just like, there are tons of people who are creating it. And, you know, not just, uh, what was the one? Pixel Dash? That was the latest one up on the on the billboard. But not just them. Like, the thing we talked about, the Ice Wizard. Like, Core, yeah. the Ice Wizard. Like, that yeah, stuff that blows me away. I'm, and Nom Nom, that was also really good. And that was made in just 14 days, which is crazy. Yeah. yeah one like, <laughs> so, if you have a, a game like that being made in 14 days, I just can't. I I, I I can't get behind the idea that you will run out. Like I don't know what the hell you how fast you're playing games. <laughs> but but, yeah, but it's... also James just said like dreams can get repetitive or something, but he, he said he's nearly playing it every day. And when you think about it, which game do you play every day for two years straight? That's very rare, I would yeah. say. Yeah. So like we need those things that are gonna create the microburst. And this mm. is the time where I feel like those microbursts will pay off. Whereas if you let it go for too long, you have to look at how people actually perceive games. Like, if they haven't seen Dreams, or even if they see something from Dreams, and they're like, oh, let me look this up. Oh, this existed in PS4. Well, someone who doesn't know the journey of that might sit back and be like, well, I'm not going to get some friggin' old game. Like, I'll wait till they bring out the new one. Who says they're bringing out a new one? Like, there's all types of variables you offer up where we need the people to be hit now, in my opinion. We need the people to be hit now because even if they were to somehow run out of stuff, I just, I really don't understand how that's possible. But if you were to run out of stuff, like, we got you now, though. And if you ran out of stuff, that means you've seen enough to know that we're not going anywhere. It's only going to get better from here. And having those people coming back every so often, as opposed to those people not even knowing the game exists, I, I you know, I just, I really feel like this is where it could have, where at this launch of PS5 is where it could have been, basically they could have made it stick. Whereas right now, even though we know we got this 10-year thing and all of us in the community are like, hey, that's cool. Like, we're going to be here. Like, we, they've already sold us. It really depends on Sony and what they're doing with the marketing. Yeah. Since it's kind of about all, everything going more professional as well, I would also love to see artists going more professional and actually being able to earn something with dreams because I'm also like, I'm giving my absolute best to make a living with art now because that's what I absolutely love. But it's quite hard. <laughs> but that's the cool thing I also wanted to tell you guys. So I came in pretty much with no 3D experience except like the small stuff in Cinema 4D that I did. But Dreams got me so far that I was actually able to create this video album for the Sony, um, for Sony Music. And that was like, for me, so personally so crazy because it, it was the first big thing that made me into the steps of like a professional artist and also feeling like that. Um, that's something that I think to a lot of um, people should be possible that are really talented with the stuff or have the passion for it. I think it would absolutely be great if Dreams goes into that professional direction for talented artists, because I'm sure it's opening the way for really talented people that would have never seen the light of the industry otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, 
<sighs> that just you you know how I get. You know, I know how I get I know. in this conversation I because I just I want I just want to scream from the mountain. <laughs> like and let people know that the second coming is now upon us, but nobody knows. And it just makes me so they depressed. <laughs> just give it time. Now let's oh, let's, let's 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 move on from this a minute. I want I want to ask Saku about your your game that you're working on with your team. Yeah. How how is that going? Oh yeah. So I think we released the first trailer um four months ago or so, and then we didn't release any more information. But in the beginning, it was just um me and Kiduku planning it. It was quite funny because. It was like that. I was always planning to game to make my own game that is a little bit like Journey because I fell in love with Journey. It was one of my favorite, or is one of my favorite all. games of all time. Can't we all? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for me per- personally, it has a, a big place in my heart as one of the greatest games I ever played, even though it's quite so simple, actually. Um, I wanted to make a, from the beginning of games, I thought I want to make an, an experience for a player that was for me Journey. Um, I was just randomly asking Kiduko if he would like to call up on something like that. Um, we met at Gamescom that we also get invited to from MM, which is amazing. Um, just because of that, I got to know him and stuff. And then we actually started this and thought, okay, let's actually do this. And then we started to plan ideas for the game and stuff. And now we actually got a full team of 10 people mm. with like character artists, music artists, uh, creature sculptor, and now also an animator, luckily. Um, yeah, we are. Um, we have the the full plan for for the game. We have the full levels plan. We are on the levels as well. We are all working on it already, and I will soon also be sharing more information about it, oh, nice. so that you so that you know the game is an adventure exploration exploration game, three D. And on this journey, you are the Crystal Guardian, and in this world, there's this huge world tree. Um, which gives all the power and energy to the nature and slowly it's losing its power so you the crystal guardian needs to collect the crystals all across this magical fantasy world and bring it back to the world tree um you will be facing a lot of um, fantasy creatures for example we have um, i'm not spoiling too much now but we will we will be are revealing some information about it soon and we're definitely, we keep working on it. We set goals each month now. And I hope that we can release next year. But as I said, we plan to make this really big quality and uh, amazing adventure. And yeah, the cool thing is about developing the Crystal Guardian is also that from environmental art, I also got into level design since I'm designing all the levels by myself. And I really enjoyed that. And I think that is what Dreams also is cool for. You're just diving into new areas that you haven't been in before and you just find yeah. so much joy in them. Like now I really, really enjoy making level design as well. And yeah, I can't wait to share more with you guys as well. Well, well I want to try and squeeze a little more out of you, if I may. Um, do, do you have an idea of what sort of length the the game is going to be? It's quite hard, but I would say about um, probably three, four hours. Okay, so a nice, decent length. Yeah, definitely. Um, I want it to be like a really um, a journey that you can remember as well. Like, mm-hmm. it has to be it has to be um, emotional and 
as well as fun to play, of course, and visually stunning. And I'll, I'll put all my passion and heart into the world design as well. And the cool thing is that when I got to know Kiduku, he's an absolute pro with the logic and stuff. So we fit together quite well because I've not too much experience with the logic part. So he's doing all the mechanics and stuff. And then we now also have the animator who can then go on and make the polished animation. So it's really nice to work with a team. If someone of the team's listening, I also quickly want to thank them. It's really cool to have such a nice working team and everyone is just super nice and you can talk to anyone and they're working on this project with passion as well, which I'm very thankful because after all, it is not easy to get people to work with passion for someone else's idea, you know? And that's Yeah. I know that exactly. Yeah, that's definitely something I'm really thankful for and I really can't wait until we're progressing with the game. Personally, I'm almost working on it every day as well now, so hopefully we can get more out soon. So what account is it going to be released under? Will it be yours, or is there an actual um, team account? Team account. Uh, no, there's no team account. So far, I think you can add 10 call-ups in Dreams, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's why, yeah, I thought about that, because that's also really cool. Every one of the team will be a collab of this stream. Um, yeah, I, I think we will also be getting out a demo, but I can't tell when yet. Since we're still like, we're making all the levels at first, so everything is kind of gray box so far. But yeah, I can't wait to get into that state where I can actually also do all the art for the environment. Um, there it's also really important because when I do level design and environment art, I always look at so, so many reference pictures that give me ideas. Like some people might be wondering how I come up or other artists come up out of nowhere with all this stuff, but it's not always like that. Like sometimes I just go in and create and then ideas come, but mostly I actually see something cool on Instagram or Twitter or something. Mm -hmm. And then I take that inspiration and make my own thing out of it. And I think that's the best way to actually create when, and that's also about your question, how to get, how to keep getting motivated is looking at other artists and what kind of crazy things they do. I've probably subbed to like 100 3d artists over on Twitter and Instagram. And I, I just keep getting inspiration every day. And that's something that is really important to me because it motivates me. I'm like, oh my God, this is so cool. This is so good. And it gives me inspiration for my world, for my art and stuff. That's also one of the coolest things that are still kind of surreal to me. If I see now someone made a great piece in dreams and then I comment, hey, that looks so cool, dude. It's so good. And he says, oh my God, thank you so much. You told me everything I <laughs> learned about this. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> that, that looks so good. And he learned that stuff from me. That is one of the best things about um, the whole tutorial. For everyone that's uh, that's listening, uh, not on the podcast, I'll try to find a way to get it onto there. But I just posted the link uh, to the announcement trailer uh, for the Crystal Guardian. So if you were wondering exactly, you want to see what uh, Saku is describing and talking about, click that link. You can go and watch his uh, announcement trailer. It's awesome. Oh yeah! Also, one super cool thing about the Crystal Guardian is. But I've actually been watching a content creator um, of the Kingdom Hearts series, mainly Sarah Key. I don't know if you know them. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah, and I asked her if she wants to be the voice actor for this, and she just said yes. That was also a crazy oh, moment. Wow. <laughs> so we have that's crazy. 
So we have her as our um, voice actress. And that is also a re- really cool thing. She also voiced the trailer, by the way. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that is really cool as well. I feel like Dreams really opens up these connections because um, for me personally, it was like that. I applied as the content creator back then for Media Molecule. And I didn't get it because they ended up um, taking people from the UK. But yeah. then Tom Tom connected me with PlayStation Germany, and then I got to freelance for them, which was so oh, wow. cool. And then, yeah, I did this thing for PlayStation Germany with the album and stuff, and that is just so crazy and still surreal to me. Same as, like, uh, getting invited to the Gamescom event, and then we also had the release event in Berlin where we German creators got invited to. And just those kind of memories with Dreams alone make it so unique and special to me that it's really such a big part of my life that I will never want to miss again, really. Yeah. I, I can definitely understand that. Just, I've I've mentioned it a few times, but I still hold on to the fact that I got to voice something that's on uh, Martin Nebelong's channel. Like just that alone, I'm just like, yes, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, that's good enough yeah. for me. I'm, yeah, I'm, no, I'm no. done. So. Oh yeah, I also just recently voiced a villain in the, in a pretty cool VR game. I don't nice. have VR. <laughs> wow. it's called it's called dream night play it if you have vr it's great i'll have and to check I'm, that out yeah and i'm the villain there <laughs> awesome awesome so uh, another thing to touch on you know we've been talking a lot about you know inspiration and, and motivators within dreams and it, it you know you are obviously one of those people that people look up to you are quite inspiring with the work that you do and yep. the tutorials that you've done you know, I assume you get comments every day of people saying how much you've inspired them and how much you've shown them and taught them. How how does it feel to you know to come into this platform and then and then have all this popularity and and you know these people sort of hanging on to to you for for inspiration and for tutorials to to grow within the Dreamiverse? Yeah, that is actually also really um, topic to me that means a lot to me personally because. Even though I should actually be uh, used to it by now, it's still so, so surreal to me. Everything, like every comment is still surreal to me. I, I never realize it until like something happens that I just told you, like a comment, a picture that I really find it nice. And then they say, hey, they learned everything from me or I'm an inspiration to them. I'm like, oh my God, wow, I never expected this. And yeah, there are a lot of people who like are thankful and they're writing like I'm a beautiful soul, what I wrote and all that kind of stuff is really surreal to me and definitely gives me so much more energy and motivation. There was this one day where I was really feeling down and like no motivation and then I read one comment that was so full of heart and, and that I inspiration that I actually got up and recorded something because that motivated me so much. So it really means a lot to me as an artist as well because when I did video editing, I didn't have much people watching. I was like, um, before Dreams, I was a big part of the Rocket League community. Mm, and yeah. I also did some YouTube videos there, but my peak was like maybe 500 views or something. Um, well, not many people watching, but it was it was kind of frustrating because I put all my heart and soul into the videos as well. All the editing and creativity, I really wanted... You know, when you create something with all your heart and passion, you want the whole world to kiss. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
that was it for me that was the crazy thing for dreams i mean wow. i i think it definitely helped that i've been a part of the community since day one and that i've been putting out videos from the beginning as well mm. um yeah i can just be very thankful and i hope that the journey goes on because i'm definitely and for me it's definitely like that that i'm putting in everything into this kind of stuff because it means the world to me Which brings me to uh, Spicy Waffles Del Rio in uh, chat said, seeing what Saku could do kept me going in the early days. And I second that. As well as, uh, like, this is how much I watch of you. The, the, I watch your tutorials and you work on repeat so often that my wife feels like she knows you. <laughs> and uh it, and in the video specifically for this background image that we oh, have on video. screen right now um yeah. you had mentioned how you had um you know been having a hard time like with motivation as well as some other things in life and my wife told me and i, I remembered now <laughs> because i'm awful but i remember now my wife was like you know when you talk to him make sure he's okay and so people care about you and that you are able to create and inspire and you know you just spent quite a few minutes talking about how much that surprises you and and everything and you know but just know and there's at those moments that's very normal for artists know at those dark moments that there are people out here that actually have invested interest in seeing you be as bright as you can be and yeah, so and that also is amazing that is so incredible i i'm so thankful that i have those people really caring because i've definitely also had a really really hard time going on through dreams um, a lot of things that I probably won't be talking here, but yeah, I definitely want to get this message out here for everyone suffering from really deep depression or anything that happened. I've also gone through this kind of things. I, I lost my mother really early, like, um, two years ago and I'm just 24, which was really hard. And I've had a lot to suffer from different many different things but that was also something like when it was the darkest times dreams has always helped me as well because i always say it like that just the joy of creating something bringing seeing it come to life that is something that was always there and that never goes really like you can you can be down when you especially when you have depression it's really hard to get up as well to creating something but yeah when you actually start on something and you see, really see that coming to life, when like when I create worlds or scenes, like I see how this world comes to life, how all my fantasy or thoughts about it come to life. It's so amazing to visualize that in 3D. Mm. And then I think, wow, I've created this. And this is the moment where I'm like smiling and happy. It gets me excited. Like I'm always, when I create something that I really like, I'm always excited to share it with people. I mean, yeah. it, the, the the video that you did with the background that we have on stream now, uh, for those that are listening on audio, it's the scene where the, the two characters are fishing over this beautiful 
Fantasy City. It, it's called the, Sky Kingdom Time Lapse uh, on Saku's YouTube. There you go. That particular video for me really struck how good you are at creating. Uh, the the whole video is just beautiful, especially with the remix Final Fantasy VII soundtrack <laughs> going on in the background. It just really hit home for me. But you, when you're creating like this bridge and all the details of the little holes and stuff that you're putting into it, and that's being put so far back in the background, but yet you've took the time to really put intricacy. Oh, into that's that. that's really interesting because I, I was worried that, that there's not enough detail when I create. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it's just wow. Uh, it's just it's just crazy. You know, you, you put all these minute details, all these little holes and curvature and little lights and stuff, and and then you cover it all with clouds because you have to, to, to you know to make the scene sort of realistic, if you will, so everything looks like it's in the right position. And the fact that you say there's not enough detail just really goes to show the dedication to your work within dreams is is far superior than anything I've ever seen. And before anyone asks, yes, Bad Robo and Martin Nebelong, they make fantastic work. But for me personally, the attention to detail, Saku is number one. I, I have not I've I've not seen anything like it. You are just such a perfectionist with your work and it shows in such oh, a brilliant way. It, it's it's brilliant. First, thank you so so much. I really appreciate all your words really. I it really means a lot to me and what you said about the perfectionist that is actually crazy I'm, i hate it that is like one <laughs> one thing about me that i hate so much because it, it it is so crazy like the the perfectionism is so bad at some point like for example i'm, I'm just making an example i don't want to play games that i don't like because if there's if it's in my trophy list i hate to see it there that's mm. how <laughs> that's yeah. how bad it is like and then it all definitely goes into dreams. Like I definitely had some times where I did scenes for four or five hours and then I deleted everything because I didn't like it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that's definitely a thing. And that's also one thing I worry about our game that I wanna put in too much detail. That's that's a thing as an artist as well for sure, where you need to make cuts and yeah. say now it's finished. <laughs> that's, yeah uh, that's also a good thing about dreams though because um it in makes dreams, you cut. i would say <laughs> <laughs> I, w I would say dreams makes it easy to work loose you know just like oh yeah yeah fast and not 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 in perfection maybe the imperfection I... in dreams is perfect to me if that makes sense I mean, another point to add is is you're you're a real artist in the sense of staging, like you have such a great scope for lighting in your scenes. You you just know where to put the lighting to get the right shadows, and and that in itself is an art form. Being able to light a scene correctly, to to me, like you know, I've watched countless videos on how lighting works in dreams and the best positional places to put cameras and and lighting so that, you know, the light bounces off objects in the right way to portray the right emotion that you're trying to perceive. You know, it, it's such a skill set in its own. And it, it, to me, it just seems you do it so flawlessly, especially with the scene that we're talking about now. You know, you created all of this, all of these assets. And then when you went to the lighting aspect of it, it just changed the scene completely. And oh, it's, yeah. it's such an important factor, but it just seems that you do it so flawlessly. And it's just... 
it's such a gift, and I wish I could do what you could do. <laughs> yeah, that it's... is definitely also an interesting point. And one thing that maybe excites you is that I definitely plan on making a full guide on lighting and atmosphere in the future. Indeed. Um, Look forward many to that. people, including me, could benefit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, one thing I wanted to bring up, and not trying to sound pretentious, but like what you were saying about perfection, like I've always found perfection to be annoying, but I believe that like beauty is found in perfection's flaw. And I feel like when you can hit that point, that's when it's really perfect. Like everything as it's, as, as it, Everything as a whole creates the idea of beauty rather than perfection. And to follow up on Jamie, that's where your art and other artists that I find to be godlike, that's where it sits for me. So whenever people are judging their own art and what I just told Disobey Gaming in chat, because he says, I hope to get on their level someday. And I wrote that just, just recognize that you are on their level in your style because a lot of people never realize that. Like, they feel like their work has to look like other people's in mm -hmm. order to reach that level, whereas they don't understand when they've already reached the level, but it's in their style. Everything is cohesive. Everything is beautiful, even within perfection's flaw. So with that, I would just like to nail that home because like a lot of people do not understand when they've reached that point and it can torment artists. So definitely guys just, you know, there's two people baking a cake to follow that meme. <laughs> there's two people baking a cake and that guy's cake might be awesome, but you made a cake and everybody that walks up to the table is just like, Hey, there's two cakes. So do what you do. And be happy with where you reach. And, of course, we're always going to strive to be better. But, you know, don't... If I compare... Look, if I compared myself to Saku... <laughs> if, I, if I compared myself to Saku or Martin, I'd be dead. There would be one host of this podcast, okay? But, you know, I do realize that there is my own style that I'm, a, that I'm, I'm striving for. So, like, don't torment yourself with that. Like, these dudes are gods. <laughs> but we, too, can be gods with lowercase g's. Anyway, the point is... <laughs> lowercase g's. <laughs> lowercase g's, okay? Come on. Let's be realistic. Uh, no, this is... <laughs> but, uh, uh, but, yeah, I, I just really do think that that is an important point because I think it is that that depresses most artists is the fact that we all have these idols that we look up to and we love their art. You know, I should put it in my realm because as always, I bring it back to film, baby, as always. <laughs> like, there are times where I've went to see the films of people that I love. Like, I'm just like, they're the best in the business. And I've left the, the, the theater being like, can you do something that good? Can you really? And, and, and then I have to remember, like, I'm not trying to make their movie. I'm trying to make mine. And I don't think they could make mine as well as I could. 
So that is also a really good point for sure. I think there's always two sides to that when looking up to something. You can one either get inspiration, motivation to be better, or you can depressed what because you're not that good as them or actually not even close. Yeah. And I think it's it's always one thing I learned is it's always about perspective, how you really see something, how you want to see something. You really have the choice. Like do you see something as Oh my god, I'm so bad compared to them. Or do you see like they are so good? I want to be as good. I want to become better. I want to take that inspiration, take it into my own thing. And I think I developed my whole style because what you said is absolutely right. Everyone has their own style, and that is really good because that makes it really unique from person to person. And yeah, I've definitely developed my style. Like. Maybe you see my art now as like so good, but I've been ho- uh, no, I was horrible back in the beta and creating in dreams. I was so happy in the first moment when I actually got to look at grass by just putting a flag on it. <laughs> I didn't know anything about it. I just learned all of these things on my journey, and I definitely keep improving still. And I know there's still so so much room to grow. Like another thing I wanted to mention is. That is definitely a thing when you keep working on something and that's for a longer time, you kind of keep losing track of how good something is. Mm. That was the biggest problem for me working on the album. It was for a period of like three months and I worked on it every day, almost full time. Um, it was so hard because I've, uh, you keep working on it, you keep working on it, you create something and then you really start wondering because you see it all the time, is this actually good? I was really wondering, is this even good? Can I even show this to them? Is it, isn't it horrible? But every time the response was, it is like really crazy good and stuff. And I'm just realizing that I actually created something good because I kind of keep losing track of how good something really is. And that, that is a problem that many artists definitely have when working longer on a project. What I recommend you there is definitely getting in um, opinions from others and search for that um, feedback because that's Mm. important as an artist in general so always search feedback if you want to improve maybe from the people you look up to or that are reachable for you yeah Um, i i think that's definitely a problem for artists in general no matter what the field i mean you 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 are your worst critic and you're always going to see the flaws in your own creation and like you said it's very important to have feedback from people that is outside of the project um (laughs) <laughs> a spicy waffle says jammy is a master feedback <laughs> master I... <laughs> feedback in our project yes yes so yeah i i i completely understand and my team completely understands where you're coming from because i'm i'm a very big critic when it comes to the perfectionism of our project um, except when i do something <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm just, I'm just. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, and 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 the thing is, is like, yeah, it's just really important. It really is important to realize where you are in your journey, and you know, it's hard. It is hard for artists simply because of the fact that we're literally waiters. Like when you really look at it, and I used to say back in the day to bring this into perspective that I would never work a job where my my pay was decided by the good graces of another person. And I'd say this as an artist. 
could <laughs> where that is the dumbest thing you could possibly say. Because that's exactly what you're doing. And I didn't realize uh. it. Like when I was younger, because I had I had family that worked in uh, the service industry. And like as a kid, I'm like, I'm never going to do this. I'm like, oh, crap, I draw. definitely a critical point as an artist yes and so like um you know and you become one of those hermit people when you take that to heart and you start thinking like that where it's like i don't care what they think of my art (laughs) my art is the greatest it'll be recognized by no one because i'll never show anybody and you know and you know so i mean I, i just that just brought back a funny just the realization of what I had said as opposed to like when I realized what I was saying was completely idiotic because it's my life. It's what it's, it's what my (laughs) actual gift is and subjects me to. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's It's really important though, to be open for critics. And that's, that starts where, and uh, this is, thank you for joining us frags. Um, so is is there Oh, I totally forgot and I want to I want to go over this before we get uh, you know towards the end because I don't know what else we need to talk about. Uh but we had uh done another pick of the week. Mm. And our pick of the week this week is Dogs Run and Dogs Run Generations by Angela mm. J. I'm not I'm not sure how to say it i've done voiceovers for this person for a game that's coming out at some point um but i think everyone should play this game because if you it's the perfect example of what we've just been talking about where if you play dogs run it's impressive but then you play dogs run generations and you see how much this creator has grown and learned and it's like it's it's almost like a like dogs run was the sketch whereas dogs run generations is the full fruition of the idea and seeing that growth within a creator in dreams in my opinion is what dreams is all about so if you get a chance to play Dogs Run and Dogs Run Generations, which you can access both through the same gameplay hub on Dreams, I would advise you do it. It is. It, it, it's such a, an amazing game. And what I loved about it so much, it was so refreshing to to play as an animal in Dreams. And it, it was just really different to, to, to look at that side and, and play as, as, as a creature that wasn't a human. And for me, it really brought back some memories uh, of playing a game called Dog's Life on PS2. And again, in that time, it was so refreshing to to play as as an animal as opposed to a human. And it's it's not seen enough in games. And it's 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 really well made. It's a really cute dog, and you can bark on command whenever you want. And it's just it's really fun, and it's different, and it's well worth a play. So definitely check it out. I think I've played the same game on PS2. I'm not sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that one game I want to mention here, if you really like those kind of games, there's one indie game from a German developer. They, um, It's Lost Ember. Do you know that? Yes. I do. Yes. That is a really good game where you play as a wolf. And yes. 
that was a really interesting, unique journey as well. <sighs> Lost him, bro. <laughs> it was like basically <laughs> the journey. It was basically journey with a wolf. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and longer. It, it, yeah, and longer and uh it had very interesting aspects to it. I will I will say that. Yeah, um like but I did enjoy it well. thoroughly. Um which, you know, to James to go off of what you said about the, you know, playing as an animal, it's honestly why one of the cuz dreams is all I have time for really anymore uh as an older gent. And so like one of the things that one of the games that interests me the most in PS5 was that one they showed the trailer for where you play as the cat. I think it's called Stray. <laughs> yeah, where yes, you're a cat in the, in the <laughs> yeah, in that the, looks um, really interesting. Yeah, like you're in a robot world and you're a cat, maybe delivery person. There's a lot to decipher from that trailer, mm. but oh yeah, but and cool sci-fi. Scene. It's such an interesting setting for a cat as well. Yeah, yeah, it's really intriguing. So, um, and I, I, I really do feel like as as more people get into this, you know, through this generation, and even as you brought up Saku on your video um, about next gen, the idea that dreams is, you know, if it sticks to the ten year plan, is going to exceed PS five. And the idea of that is so intriguing to me. And what we could have in eight, nine years. Oh, oh boy. (laughs) Once once their 10 years plan, whatever is done, they come up with dreams too or something, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I don't think there'll be a dreams too. I think it'll always, I hope there's a dreams too. I think it would just be an upgrade. Like, you know, just more stuff, just keep adding to it and adding to it. I want them to be a dreams too. I want there to be a dreams too. (laughs) And the reason I say this is because I want them, as you said, like it's going to come down to whether, like whether we get the actual 10 years of development is going to come down to whether or not they can make a monetary gain off of dreams. And that's the hard thing. yeah, Yeah. As it is right now, they can, and they probably will, but the idea that while there's, you know, while we're working on getting all this other stuff, if there's like one person at Media Molecule that's sitting back going like, but what comes next? And if they start making the remaking the bubble bath engine for what it could be, then A, the moment he breaks it or she breaks it or whoever team breaks it, I will give I'm willing to pay them Ninety dollars. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the definitive. I get a figurine of an imp. I'm talking about the definitive edition. I'm willing to buy a new dreams tomorrow if they bring I, it I, out to me. And then someday there comes dreams remake dreams HD 2.5 remix. <laughs> yep. And then there's like I, dreams souls edition where it just comes into your house and starts beating you up. Now, like, one you thing know. though about the marketing, what I thought is like the greatest idea. You know, the Disney films and stuff—they're great, but they're making all their money from merchandise. Why did Media Molecule not do merchandise? I would totally buy something, and I know lots of other people would do too. They are working on it. Yeah, Hopefully. yeah, they are, they are. I do know they are working on it. Yeah, that's definitely a good thing. I think that should have been a thing way earlier because it's quite worrying. How do they well, actually I mean, make money only by? And- 
Can you I imagine if they? Can you imagine if they brought out imp plushies? I mean, I'd buy them all. Yeah. I want all of them. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> no. the thing. I think I think so many people would buy merchandise, and then you could also think about maybe how can you make money out of a game otherwise? Maybe DLC, but then what's again? Is it Dreams DLC? Maybe to Art's Dream. Well, I mean, there's different ways you could look at it. I mean, one thing that I thought about before is um, Media Molecule have actually managed to 3D print from Dreams. Oh, yeah. Um, so obviously they're doing that off console. I mean, they have the ability to. They've got it on PC and everything. So that makes it a bit easier. But I was thinking of the idea, what if they brought out a 3D printer that plugs into your console that is specifically for Dreams and Dreams alone? I mean... I know for a certain fact I'm buying one of those. Day one. To be able to create something in Dreams and then 3D print it. Like they did for Rock Band. Yeah. Yeah, where you could create your own singer, guitarist, or whatever, and then give it to them and they print out the, do the 3D prints of the character. Yeah, I'll do that. I would love to do that. Yeah, but instead of giving it to them, you can do it yourself. I'd rather pay their. Like I said, I'm just a person willing to throw my whole bank account at at, at Media Molecule. So if they were to make it an actual proprietary thing where I had to pay them for it, I'd I'd willingly do it. I'd willingly do it. Be like, I'm waiting for Abby and Kareem to just just take all my money, all of them. Oh, that's also a good thing. I think. People like Kareem and especially Maya, I would love to see Maya. They should do strings where they do art. I would love to watch that. I think mm. we have that not, not enough. Yeah, I mean, Kareem does streams every now and then. Maybe I've been missing some, but he hasn't been doing any lately. But well, he used quiet, to do them right? all the time. Yeah, not in a while. And Maya hasn't yeah. streamed once, which is horrible. I would well, love to see her stream. Well, I mean, we and I know I keep saying this, and I know y'all probably think I'm I'm, I'm full of shit at this point, but <laughs> but we are still in talks with Abby mm. and Kareem to have them on the podcast. So as far I as I told them quite a few times already, yeah. As far as we know, we're just waiting for PlayStation to okay it. So as 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 soon as they get back to them, we'll have them on the podcast. Oh, um, I'm so excited. Yeah. That would be great. I would also see John uh, sculpting landscapes. I would love to see that. We need to oh. just see more of John work Period. on his train game. <laughs> we, just, we, just, we, just, we just need more of Beach Corp content. I mean, I've yeah. never been so excited to play a train game uh, in and, all and, my life. Yeah, and he needs to add planes. Please. Oh, he needs to. He's, he's going to add everything. That game ain't coming out for another five years. He's just but, he's just gonna keep adding and adding. But when it comes out, oh boy, when it comes the out. lotion lobby will be open. Twenty four hour sale. All oh the fragrances and nipple lotions and essences and fragrances will be on the counter, and we will be there. We will be there. Okay. So oh, you're not going to let this go, are you? Never. At all. I no. told you this was never. I told you when you first reached out and you were like, yo, man, what are we going to do about this lotion lobby? Like, I don't like that shit. I'm not. I'm not leaving it to you because you <laughs> obviously don't recognize gold when it's. <laughs> when it's do you understand of- how bad the lotion lobby sounds? And that's why it's great. 
<laughs> oh no, it's not. Because not all it's the, me. The, like, okay, okay, let's go along now. Saku, you you join us on this conversation, okay? <laughs> no, let's just here we go. It. No, 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 Saku, you're here now. You're here now. We got you. Oh, you're no. cornered. Now, what do you think of when you think of the lotion lobby? <sighs> does it? Yeah, that, does that, that, that says does, it all. That says it, it all. No, no, no. Let me ask you this, like, because I imagine. I imagine a place like a jewelry store, like high-end jewelry store, <laughs> except all they have are fr- like, like think of think of uh, a jewelry store, but at the tier like Bed Bath and Beyond, but at the tier of a high-quality jewelry store. Like it's a I place where you go Why into not? and you're like the fragrances make me <laughs> want to be alive. That's what I say. When I hear you talking about it, more sounds like a sect or a cult to me. <laughs> like a like a what? <laughs> like, like like some sect. <laughs> and I have defeated myself this day, and therefore. <laughs> but that's why you tune into the Maiden Dreams podcast. Oh, All my right. God. So. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, is that y'all's co-op shop? Yeah, th- I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to make it out here so that we can have the greatest <laughs> merch. Look, we got merch uh, in the broad. We got the the mind grapes merch because y'all know, y'all know I'm the megalodon of the mind grapes. And then I'm trying to get him. He even look. This is how good it is. This is how good the lotion lobby is as a concept. Okay. <laughs> James, look, Jamie hates it. But after we, after I said it in stream, even though he hated it, he came up with a shirt design for it. Because even his subconscious knows that it is gold. He just doesn't want to support it in public. Yeah, he just doesn't want. He's 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 flipping on me. That like I told him when my mind grapes get fermented down into a fine wine. And I start spreading out these ideas. It's gold, baby. All right, you just okay, run right. with let's, it. All right, right. Let's let's put it this way, okay? If chat thinks that it's a great idea, hit me up on Twitter at Lucid Nebula. Let me know, and if there is enough want for it, I will consider it. How's He's that? He's the Twitter man. How's that? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna put it up on Twitter. We're gonna put I'll it put up on poll. Twitter. See, Frag said I would buy it. <laughs> we got our first vote right there, baby. First vote right there. All right. I'll By the way, I'm vote. not. I'm not watching the Twitch. How many viewers do you guys actually have? Currently, twenty-four. Ooh, not bad. No, we do okay around here. Yeah, we, we do. do, all right. we, do okay. <laughs> we do all right. <laughs> we do okay around yeah, here. It is so but... cool. I said it before the stream already. It is so cool that there actually is a dreams podcast because I really like to listen to podcasts while creating that's also something i can tell you guys as a tip i really like to listen to our podcasts while creating about specific topics as well i feel like that's also something that motivates you that gives you insights that maybe even helps you to improve because they also come up with nice tips and yeah Okay, I just um, want to throw out that we're already at a three uh, three nil lotion lobby. Okay, <laughs> just for the record. But yes, uh, Saku, I will. Like, I will. Put I up mean, a poll, we. You know how you said like you you use dreams and then dreams became that thing where you like you weren't expecting people to recognize you. 
Like you were just yeah. doing things. And to get this type of feedback really inspired you. Well, that's how I feel about this podcast. Agreed. Cause this it's amazing. Cause this podcast, for me, I've done tons of podcasts before. And I've worked hard in my real life as well as my digital life. And never have I believed in the idea that hard work pays off. I work hard, but I've never seen it pay off until this podcast. And so, well, I'm, I'm thankful for every one of the people that have ever come through the doors of this podcast to listen to us speak. And it's just another way that they, you never know what's going to work. And one thing I can add, like, I've, n- I've never been in a podcast before. And I was maybe not, not nervous, but I was um, maybe a little bit nervous before the podcast. But I think you guys are doing it great. You guys are making people comfortable to talk with about different topics. You guys keeping the topics going well. And about the whole thing, that this is the kind of thing for you guys. I think everyone in Dreams has that in their own kind of thing. Because if it's just like you're uploading a creation and then you're getting comments in the Dreamiverse, I think that means a lot to people as well. And then maybe you have it as a YouTube content creator or on Twitter or other socials or in the Dreamiverse. I think everyone can find this in their own. And that's why I really also recommend everyone to go on this Dreams journey and see where you're going. Because it is really exciting. Indeed. Definitely. It really is. Definitely. 100%. And see where it leads you. And this is why, to get back to the original point, that you need, like, we need to do it. Somebody have a contact at Sony. Does somebody have a contact at Sony? Because I feel like I need to talk to somebody. I really do. Will is the right person to be the ambassador for dreams. I really am. The Emperor of Dreams, who literally, <laughs> who, who literally can't do half of what everyone else can do. <laughs> but he can sure as hell talk up dreams. But I can talk the game, okay? Straight up Ric Flair style, I will talk the talk, even if I can't walk the walk. So, so you're I, doing like the whole Dreams Empire? Yeah, I, I mean, I really don't understand why this game does not rule the world. And I'm not being, I'm not being, I'm not joking. Like, I don't understand why this game does not rule the world. I spent the last 15 years of podcasting and arguing with friends about two topics. One, why hasn't educational gaming come back? It was huge when I was a little kid. Now, I know I'm older than most. For, but, yeah. for stuff like the, the, the science jam, stuff like that. Like, people can learn about things through these oh, yeah. as well. Yeah, I dreams learned, I learned should stuff be, from the science jam. Dreams should be in every single art class in the country. I truly believe it. If you it, are, it, it would be great. But then again, you got to think that there's at least like two weeks you need to get into dreams when using it actively. And that's what's. Whole, but that's what's beautiful about it being in classrooms. You literally don't have a choice. <laughs> like, if, like, no, 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 no. You hear will me, use dreams. Hear me out. Hear me out. So, look, 
if you like when I was in school, I had art school or art class no matter what. And if I had had this when I was like when I was young, I would be literally a god. Like you know that PC master race icon people use with the long flowing hair? <laughs> yeah. That would be me. If I had this when I was younger. And the idea that this exists now and kids don't have it is insanity to me. Yeah, that is true. I, I can also tell a story about that because I'm living um, in a flat with my best friend and his little son who is five years old. And he's already very excited about dreams about the games. And he kind of wants to build, but it's obviously way too hard. Yeah. Uh, no. See, so but he's that's... really excited. I'm just making like fun stuff for him really quickly, like and making some physical balls that are bouncing down and just making a little level for him that he can walk in. And that is so exciting for him already. And he's like, can you build another thing and stuff? And that was really cool to see. Mm. And he was also so excited about Hammer Time. He called it the best game ever. That, that wow. warms, see, and that warms my heart. Yeah. That really does. And that's what I feel like everyone needs to see. Like I said it last uh, or two podcasts ago. I have a friend who is one of the most creative people I've ever known. And she uh, played Little Big Planet. Like she loved Little Big Planet. She had no idea that dreams existed. Yeah. That is I a probably tragedy. wouldn't have known without someone showing it to me. Yeah. All of her kids are creative. And I was like, "Yo, you want to do a favor to them children? You go and you get you go and you get dreams." Because the yeah. idea that they're already creative, and then you have the outlet, Roblox and Minecraft should not exist, not anymore, not with dreams. And I truly believe that. Well, I think Roblox doesn't exist anymore, right? And Minecraft, oh, you think I would say, that, but it has quite a following. <laughs> <laughs> its following would surprise you. But yeah, it's definitely video games are always a cool thing for kids. Like I, I started gaming with five years years old on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Um, if I had dreams back then, that would be a whole different kind of thing. And I think when people, like kids are really excited, like for example, the five-year-old of my best friend, he's like really excited about every kind of single game. I'm always looking for games that he can play. Um, if if he, can, he becomes a little bit older and actually also starts creating this kind of thing, I think that's a whole new level of creativity because to me, dreams is also the best creative outlet in the whole world that you can get. I'm about to go get my wife pregnant just so I can have a kid <laughs> that I can give dreams to. I'm, I'm, hey, hey, yep. Uh, I'm gonna have my wife next week on the podcast, and we're gonna let y'all know. That's what <laughs> look. I, but I really like all jokes aside. I'm not joking about the wife thing though. Uh, all jokes aside, <laughs> like I really do feel like you know because. I, I, I'm going to get deep on y'all real quick, real quick. Oh, here we go. I believe that my generation, because I'm not partly like, let's throw out the millennial tag. Like we've had generational or generation Y, Z, blah, 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 blah. My Wait, generation. Can I, can, can I ask how old you are? Uh, yeah, I'm 39. I just turned 39 October 21st. All right, cool. And 
Uh, I'm not ashamed of my age, by the way. <laughs> I have lived oh, why, long why enough. Would you? I live. Hey, a lot of people get real protective of their age around this point. I I'm not because I have lived long enough to know that a lot of people didn't make it here. So anytime, okay, but, I, but I can tell you, most of my viewers on YouTube are between twenty five and fifty, I believe. Yeah, because they yeah. know. They know the world. The real world is set in. Yeah, I love that the Dreams community is older in general. It's such a difference, especially when I came from the Rocket League community. Who there were like a lot of young people. Mm-hmm. And they were yeah. they were also really toxic and stuff. And Dreams is like the contrast, really. Yeah, it's just beautiful. Straight opposite. Yeah. Cooperative community, a real cooperative community. Yeah, and they're like sixty years old, even seventy years old, I think, in Dreams. <laughs> Uh, there are a lot of um, older people, and I feel like that's also a part of why the Dreams community is like um, really nice to each other or supportive as well, more than others. Yeah. It, I just... This game should own the fucking industry right now. And it's... it's it, I mean, I don't know if, if people just, don't agree love, with me. I love the passion so much. I just, I really I, I just don't, I just don't understand how it doesn't. I just don't understand how it doesn't. No lie. Like, I would have killed to have this game when I was young. When it was when when old little little mighty junior <laughs> was was back in like you know, nineteen eighty four, just about to go into, you know, the, 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 the first grades of school or whatever. And I'm sitting here looking like I'm sitting here playing like you know, word or word blaster, and and uh, Oregon Trail, and all this stuff, and I'm like, yo, like if I had had dreams back then, the type of person I am now would be completely different. Yeah, and I the, think it changed all of us in some way. Yeah, probably, and the idea probably that always in a positive way. That's a cool thing. And the idea that they're not kids, it, like gaining an advantage in life, not just in what's fun and what's cool, but this game could be used to gain an advantage in life as far as oh, getting yeah. a step up on what you love to do, being able to execute what you love to do at a level that can be marketable before you can even get a job legally. Like, that is something that everyone's missing out of that uh, on that doesn't know that this game exists. That breaks my heart. Yeah, it really is really sad I think how it, it there are not much though. people. It will Ho- change. Hopefully will. you're right, yeah. Hopefully within the next just, years. Just give it time. I mean, Dreams is, is so early right now. It's in its literal baby steps. Bro, the ice cap's going to be gone in a few years. We ain't got time. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just oh, I mean, I'm not. They are. But the point is, is that like, you know, <laughs> it was a joke in the intention. But uh, yeah, you know, what? You, yeah. you, you get what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Yeah, it's just, it's just that's why I sound so passionate because it literally comes down to I wish I had this. I really do. Like you're talking to somebody now, you know, no woe is me's or tears on the table, but you're talking to someone that like the first like I wanted to play guitar my whole life. 
Okay. Like I, I, I wanted to play since I was like four years old. And I didn't get to play guitar until I could buy myself a guitar when I was 23. And I love my guitar, but I cannot help but think how good I would be at it if I started when I was four. Mm. And that's how I feel about dreams and what people that are missing. Always, that's always a critical point, though. If you think like that, it's also the example. I, I, I kind of um, I think like that sometimes as well, but it's not really something you should keep. Like, if I would grind harder, I would be better right now. Or you should always stay focused at like what's right now and what you can do now to become better in the future because that's a really important point for a whole artist thing in general as well always stay present that's more than just like a stereotype kind of thing you say it is really important also for health reasons what i learned that you really stay in this present moment and see what you can do right now for yourself especially yeah but as with anything and what you would hope and i'm sorry i'm getting this way but but (laughs) see i am present for me because the fact that i get to like i can play i've made over 30 songs on guitar and i love the guitar and i have that thought but i also put that into perspective of my life and but but the reason i'm this way about dreams it's the same reason like you want to give like in your later life when you if you were to have kids if you were to have kids every parent's dream is that their kids will have it easier than they had it. And what I'm saying is that right now, I personally don't have any kids, but I think of kids and what they could have now. And that's where my passion comes from. Where even though I don't have kids, I know what it would have been like if I had these tools at a young age. So it seems criminal to me for kids to not have the tool of dreams at their disposal. As a matter of fact, I think I'm gonna start looking into a charity of some kind. I'm gonna try to see if I can. <laughs> I'm, gonna, yeah, I'm gonna see if I can. You know, I'm gonna give it to. to, to I'm gonna give it to you know low income people. Hashtag people. dreams for kids, guys. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to create that joint. Real talk. Because I mean, that's yeah. really what it comes down to. Like, I really I, get you that it would be a great thing for kids, especially. Yeah, it is quite hard for very young kids, but at an age or eight or older, I think it would be great because it is definitely like kids also need to live out their creativity, and if can if they can do it in this and see success as well, that is really helpful for them and maybe shapes their character with it as well. So I feel like that would be a great thing and also something early they can be proud of because you always have that feeling, right? When you created something that you really enjoy yourself or like yourself or others like it and give you great feedback, you can be proud of yourself to have made something and you grow from it as well. I feel like that would be a great thing for kids in the early age as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we need I'm, to look I'm into not, it. I'm not, I'm not opposed to the idea. I actually really like the idea. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 we both like it. I, I, I think we've gave birth to something today. Yeah, I, I think we did. Now we just need to go ahead and get that set up. We'll start working on it. Hopefully we'll have it, uh, enough of it put together by next week and we can start talking yeah. about it uh, for real. But, yeah, um, for real. 
But uh, yeah, so <sighs> I think we're about wrapped up. I think we are. Is there anything else you would like to bring to the table, Saku? I just want to really thank you for the podcast because it was a lot of fun. Really surprised me how fun it was. And oh, thank you, New Orleans. And always all, a pleasure. Also for your nice words, I really appreciate them. And I don't know, I haven't looked at the chat or something. I'll probably watch it again and see what people said. But I'm really thankful for everyone supporting me. Just want to get it out there again. And I really appreciate that. And I'll keep giving my absolute best for the community as well. Like one one of my main goals for the YouTube channel as well is like share dreams with the world. That's always the thing. And also, of course, to help others. And that is so great to me to see that, for for example, my ultimate beginner's guide has over 70,000 views and that it helps wow. so many people is so crazy to me amazing and yeah. also to, to to just think about it that uh, 70,000 people listen to what i said how you can start dreams and stuff is crazy to me yeah and yeah i will just keep doing my best to share it with the community i'm glad that there are people out there like you guys who also think some of the stuff about how dreams should be more popular in the industry and how we can actually make this. I think the community is really something special and I'm sure everyone in the chat is as well. So yeah, thank you so much for listening as well. Thank you for inviting me and I really, really enjoyed it. No worries. Awesome. And you are welcome back anytime. Yeah, anytime. I would love to join again. Definitely Ugh. when your game is out, we want you back. We need to talk about it once it's out. Oh yeah, I can tell. I'm also working on another game just with my mate Kiduko. Um, I'll probably soon be working on stream on that. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. So everybody go and follow Saku on everything possible. YouTube, on Twitter, everything. Show him love. Instagram, Twitch, Reddit. Yes. And, <laughs> everything. And dream. And dream. And dream. Yes. You know, go out there, do that thing. And uh, we'll be back next week. I, I We're switching it up next week. Oh, yes. I, I, I want to yes. go ahead. And I kind of made this decision without Jamie. <laughs> no, I'm all, I'm all in. It's a special okay. episode. It's okay. Nice. It's a special episode. I have a friend of mine coming in who does um, media marketing. And I've seen a lot of people, because of dreams, start to venture into uh, streaming and trying to create a brand online. Well, my friend does brand management and media marketing. So I want to bring him on to talk with people about how to create your, your brand online. And to get yourself, uh, work on getting yourself a following and what your intentions are to grow within and outside of dreams. So that seems very interesting. You should definitely ask him as well how he would um, actually market dreams because we can, I think we can agree dreams is actually a hard thing to market, but Mm. yeah, it would be interesting for sure. Definitely something we'll bring up. So that's what we're doing next week. And uh, once again, I just I have to say to Saku, thank you. It is uh, it is honestly just uh, so big of a pleasure to have you here. 
it, it really, really is. is. I just I can't get over just just talking with you is awesome to me. So <laughs> it's just this podcast has opened up so many opportunities for us. I mean, both Will and I, as you know, are massive fans of Dreams, and we see all these amazing creators on YouTube and and on Dreams, and it's such a pleasure to be able to just talk to you guys and 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 you know get it from the horse's mouth of how your process works and, and your journey and dreams. It, it's a real pleasure. So it's, it's as much as a pleasure for us to talk to you as it is for you to be on the podcast. So thank you very much. Thank you guys so much. Also one last little um, interesting thing. I was mm -hmm. actually wondering if I should ask you guys to join, but then I thought, isn't that weird if I ask? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah, happy when you asked that I could be on the podcast oh, actually that's amazing <laughs> believe me you've been I, I was working up to like sending someone for you yeah <laughs> I, I was like i don't think we've proven ourselves enough yeah, yet we're, to have we the ain't big worthy man. we ain't yeah. worthy so <laughs> no I, yeah. you guys are absolutely worthy as of everyone else's to give me a message or something don't don't be afraid like i was <laughs> <laughs> like I was. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are going to go to the fan favorite. I'm going to send everybody over to uh, Elka Gaming uh, so that you can see he's currently working on more stuff regarding uh, Aang and Avatar, let's go. Yeah, I love Avatar. Yeah. Yes. So, Both the comic and the, the movie by James Cameron. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> so... <laughs> Everyone, Sorry. again, thank you for joining us. We'll be back next Friday at 3 p.m. EST, 8 p.m. BST? GMT. GMT. Today, I always get that, always get that mixed up. Today it was up. 9 p.m. BST. B BST is um, British summertime. So, ah. Yeah. Ah. Gotcha. It's not gotcha. recent anymore, right? Yeah, it's no longer summer, so. <laughs> so don't listen to me. It's GMT. Yeah. <laughs> and join us next week, and we will get some great stuff down. All right? Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Later.